This is Kenny Rohr, and I'm so pleased and honored to be bringing you this latest episode of the County Sales Radio Hour, where we play new and recent releases of bluegrass and old-time music. CountySales.com offers the world's best and largest selection of bluegrass and old-time music, CDs, box sets, and books related to this exceptional American music. County Sales also carries vintage vinyl of bluegrass and old-time music available for the collector who wants to add to their collection. And I know there are vinyl collectors out there. I have a friend who's a very serious collector of LPs. In fact, he told me that when he dies, he's going to make sure that all his LPs are buried with him, and that will be his vinyl resting place. No question about it. We opened today's show with some wonderful fiddling. Didn't have to write that one down. Uh, we opened today's show with some fine fiddling from Bruce Molsky and his Mountain Drifters doing an old-time tune called Gray Eagle. Gray Eagle was a horse... Uh, from Kentucky that in 1839 raced against a horse from Tennessee named Wagoner, thus Tennessee Wagoner. And that horse race resulted between Gray Eagle and Tennessee Wagoner resulted in two fiddle tunes that have survived to this
this very day. And there was one of them, Gregel by Molsky's Mountain Drifters. We'll move along now to Adam Burroughs, who is definitely in the traditional bluegrass camp. He has a new CD called It's Called Bluegrass. And he's doing a tune here that he probably learned from Bill Monroe who recorded it in 1941 for Bluebird Records, but it was actually recorded first in 1926 by a banjo player from over in Wilkes County, North Carolina, by the name of Doc Walsh. Doc Walsh uh, later performed with a band called the Carolina Tar Heels, recorded a lot of very fine records for Victor there in the late 1920s. But Doc Walsh was the first one to put this on a record in 1926, and I would guess that Bill Monroe's brother, Charlie, probably bought that 78, and that's where Bill got it. But here's Adam Burr to do his own In the Pines. Thank you. 
just for the cause You ought to know For it's true love I can't forget All of my sorrows you'll soon regret You promised me love that was true I'm sorry to say I believed in you It's all turned out just like a dream Left me so sad in the world it seems To wash and a house to clean There's washing to do Both seems to me There's a million words I can't explain Think of this girl Before you change your name If she was their own 
They'd never be willing to let her sit there rocking alone in an old rocking chair. I look at her and I think, what a shame. The ones who forgot her, she loves just the same. And I think of angels as I see her there Rocking alone in an old rocking chair We opened that set with some mighty fine traditional bluegrass uh, by Adam Burroughs doing In the Pines. After that, we heard... True Life Blues, done up by the Cadleys, uh, John and Kathy. And, of course, True Life Blues was a song written by Bill Monroe and then uh, uh, recorded in the 1940s. In fact, when Bill Monroe made his very last appearance on the Grand Ole Opry in 1996, that was the very last song he sang on stage. He soon thereafter uh, passed away just four uh, days before his 85th uh, birthday. Then we heard uh, Tina Adair and Dale Ann Bradley doing Rockin' Alone in an Old Rockin' Chair, a song written back in 1932 by a Memphis, Tennessee a songwriter, record producer named Bob Miller. Bob Miller wrote more than 7,000 songs during his lifetime. Uh, several have survived today. One he wrote was called 11 Cent Cotton and 40 Cent Meat. I hear, still hear people do that. And Probably his biggest hit was a song he wrote during World War II called There's a Star Spangled Banner Waving Somewhere. And Bob Miller was one of those people who wanted his songs sung by country singers. And when that song, There's a Star Spangled Banner Waving Somewhere, became such an enormous hit, he was afraid that pop singers would then record it. And he took an ad out in Billboard magazine threatening to sue any pop singer who recorded his song because he didn't want a pop singer singing it. He wanted a country singer uh, singing it. Bob Miller, very interesting character, but beautiful rendition of Rockin' Alone in an old rocking chair. Here's a song written by one of my all-time favorite old-time musicians, a guy named Moran Lee Boggs, or Doc Boggs, from Norton, Virginia. And it's called the Wise County Jail, and I think he was a guest there at the Wise County Jail, uh, so he knew whereof he spoke. Uh, in fact, I'll send this out to all the shut-in over at the Wise County Jail. It's the only uh, bluegrass old-time country music song that I know of that mentions the words body lice. You don't normally hear body lice in a song of bluegrass and old-time music. But here's Jeff White to do Doc Boggs' Wise County Jail. It's so heavy, it's heavy as lead Hard times in the Wise County Jail Hard times I know Hard times in the Wise County Jail, hard times I know. Well, it almost 
makes my stomach ache When they bring the potatoes in the old tin plate It's hard times in the Wise County Jail Hard times I know I said eight or ten 
But then we'd better soon get started, she said with a grin. But feeding all that bunch is gonna keep your butt a dragon. I said, don't worry about the mule, now you just load the wagon. Don't you worry about the mule, now you just load the wagon. Pile it on till you can see them old springs are sagging. I ain't seen a load we couldn't pull and I ain't bragging. Don't you worry about the mule, now you just load the wagon.
We opened that set with Jeff White uh, doing an old tune uh, written by Doc Boggs from True Life Experience, I suspect, called The Wise County Jail, describing the horrible conditions that would have existed in the Wise County Jail. You couldn't even have a cell phone there, I suppose. And then after that, we heard Junior Sisk from his new CD uh, called Just Load the Wagon, one that's getting lots of airplay these days, and deservedly so. And then we ended there with Tom Utes, that's spelled J-U-T-Z, who's a fabulous songwriter, uh, originally from Germany, uh, lives in Nashville, Tennessee now, and there he was doing Moving Up, Moving On from his new CD to live in Two Worlds, Volume 1. A fabulous songwriter he is, to say the least, and performer. About six miles southeast of Camden, South Carolina, on May the 17th, 1923, 300 parents, students, and teachers gathered in the second-floor auditorium of the Grover Cleveland School to celebrate the final commencement to be held in that school because they would be moving to a new school that fall because that school had been condemned. Well, the children were performing a little play uh, for the commencement. They were doing a play called Miss Topsy-Turvy, and while changing the scenery in the second set, the second act of the play, someone hit a kerosene lantern hanging on the ceiling. It crashed to the floor, spraying fire all over the stage. It caught the curtains on fire. Fathers in the audience immediately jumped out of their seats, ran up on stage, and started beating the flames with their coats, but it was spreading too fast to stop it. When the audience of 300 people, parents, students, and teachers, realized that the fire was out of control, they all headed for the one lone exit there on the second floor, and that lone staircase was only 30 inches wide, and you had 300 people who tried to get down a staircase 30 inches wide. Well, of course, the stairwell collapsed under the weight, killing the people who were below it. The others were trapped on the second floor as the flames raged out of control. People who made it outside could hear the children screaming for their parents to come back and get them, but there was nothing they could do. 77 people died in that schoolhouse fire, 48 of them children. Entire families were wiped out, mother, father, and all the kids who had gone to the commencement ceremony. There were nine people named Dixon who died in the fire, eight people named McLeod. They erected a monument there, as the song says, as you're going to hear in a moment, with the names and ages of the people who died there, and they put a, a wire fence all around it. The Dixon brothers, who were from Darlington, South Carolina originally, not so far from where the Cleveland School was, uh, heard the story growing up there in South Carolina as young men and then later moved to uh, Rockingham, North Carolina, Richmond County. And Dorsey Dixon said the story of that fire just haunted him. And finally, in 1929, he wrote a song about it, and then he set it to the tune of Life is Like a Mountain Railroad. And on February the 18th, 1937, Howard and Dorsey Dixon went into the uh, Bluebird Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, and recorded this incredibly tragic song. The song has been recorded by the country gentleman, 
uh, back in the early 1960s. And Jim Eanes, bluegrass singer Jim Eanes, also recorded it. But a true life song, to say the least. Uh, so many of the people, at least 60 of them, were burned beyond recognition and buried in a common grave. The result of this fire was that the state of South Carolina passed a law requiring that every school have a fire escape, which this one did not, obviously. So here's the true story of the schoolhouse fire by the Dixon brothers. It was a afternoon in springtime Folks were jolly Never dreamed that death was near To a little country schoolhouse Neighbors thinking they would go They would have a jolly evening At the children's little show We could hear those children singing Voices ringing clear and sweet Never dreamed in all their joy Of the fate they were to me But their joys all were blighted They began to scream and rage When our lamp explode that evening Stringing fire on the stage It was on that fatal evening They could not control the fire They made a madly dash for freedom But they perished in the fire You could hear those children screaming While the flames were rolling high Daddy, come and get your baby Will you stand and let it die? Their brave daddies, they were trying To their little ones to go But the brave old fellas perished Went with them up from the show children, they were trampled in that mighty rolling flame. Others on that night were screaming, death was dealing just the same. There's a lonely spot at Cleveland, nicely fenced around and wired. There's a monument erected. Story of the fire. You could hear those children screaming while the flames were rolling high. Daddy, come and get your baby. Will you stand and let it
We open that set with a very sad but true story called The Schoolhouse Fire by the Dixon Brothers from 1937. And seven years ago, I wrote a magazine article about that schoolhouse fire. And to do research on it, I drove down to where the uh, school was, Cleveland School there outside Camden, South Carolina. They have a replica of the school, the two-story school, which is, I would say, maybe eight feet high. But just as the song says, there is a a monument there with all the names and ages of all the 77 people who died there, and it has a nice big wrought iron fence all around it. And I stood there and read those names and noticed whole families wiped out and the kids two and three, and I think the youngest one was one-year-old who was at the fire. And I believe that undoubtedly is the saddest thing I have ever seen in my life. Very sad uh, story. And there's a song about it, of course, The Schoolhouse Fire. After that, we heard Paul Brown from his new CD, doing old Jimmy Sutton, a tune that I have on an old Jeanette 78 by G.B. Grace and Henry Witter. And uh, that song uh, is played by folks around 
uh, Mount Airy, North Carolina, Round Peak musicians, a lot of them play old Jimmy Sutton. And the banjo playing on that was the late uh, Mac Benford. Mac Benford did so much for old-time music with his band, the Highwood String Band. They took their music, old-time music, around the world, uh, acquainting people with this great music. And we lost uh, Mac Benford uh, oh, a few months back now, I guess it is. And he, uh, I'd always see him at the Mount Airy, North Carolina Fiddlers Convention and visit with him, but uh, very sorry f- for the loss of Mac Benford. Then we heard the Skillet Lickers doing another true story, the wreck of the old 97. They add sound effects to it. Uh, sounds like they dumped a box full of pots and pans down the steps or something to make the sound of the wreck. And of course, there the moral to the story is uh, never speak harsh words to your true love and husband. He will leave you. He may leave you and never return. And of course, the problem with that moral is that the engineer Steve Brody was a bachelor. He was not married, so he didn't leave a wife behind to start with. But anyway, it's a, a very interesting rendition. Riley Puckett, of course, doing the lead singing on that. Move along now to some classic bluegrass. We'll start off with the Stanley Brothers and How Mountain Girls Can Love.
twice as strong as any ox And she don't smell much better Didn't kiss that Mary Lou but once Then I had to leave her Makes my collar get too tight I start to burn with fever Don't pick the way on you banjo Keep that guitar strumming Put more water in the soup There's better times to come Just kept getting thinner Till he run himself to death So I brought him in for dinner Cotton crops are mighty poor And weeds are really growing Need a woman pretty bad To help me with the hoeing So pick away on your banjo Keep that guitar strumming Put more water in the soup There's better time to come A man came by the other day hunting manual labor. I told him I hadn't seen the guy. Why don't he ask my neighbor? So come on, boys, and get your gals and keep your heels up higher. Don't let no one steal your gal, just hold her a little tighter. So pick away on your banjo, keep that guitar strumming. Put more water in the soup, there's better time to come. There's better time to come. Singing to me a song The whipper will call It's just a reminder Pretty girls have hearts made of stone Awake with the blues at dawn My darling Corey is gone I don't know why She told me goodbye But my darling Corey is gone Bought for a finger, purchased her ring so fine. Gave her my last green bag dollar, and now she's left me behind. Awake with the blues at dawn, my darling Corey is gone. I don't know why she told me goodbye, but my darling Corey is gone. Along like brush on the river, caring not where I roam. Going to live in the deep forest, dark hollow will be my new home. Awake with the blues at dawn, my darling Corey is gone. I don't know why she told me goodbye, but my darling Corey is gone.
And there you heard a trio of classic bluegrass tunes that started off back in 1959 with the Stanley Brothers and How Mountain Girls Can Love. Then we moved along to 1965 with Jim and Jesse doing Better Times Are Coming, and let's hope they are. And then we ended that set back on October the 20th, 1950, down in Tampa, Florida, recorded during the middle of a hurricane. Flat and Scruggs and their families, wives and children had all taken refuge in a, what had been a bank building, but was then, I think, a newspaper building, but they took refuge in in a recording studio and recorded for Mercury Records that day during the middle of a howling hurricane. Uh, John Ray Curley Seckler, who was a member of the band at the time, was not fond of the their tenure in Florida. He said there were places where they played outdoors there in Florida in 1950 where they drew more mosquitoes than they drew people. And he said Lester always said that if you'd pull the window halfway down, uh, the big mosquitoes couldn't get in your room. <laughs> so there was a mighty big mosquitoes there, to say the least. We'll move along now to some great uh, bluegrass gospel music for you, and we'll start off with John Bowman from his newest CD, and I'll talk it all over with him. And so often lose my way 
Trials and darkness sometimes block the sun. Tears and sadness I see as I onward journey. But I'll leave my woes behind. Kingdom come. Kingdom come. Toils and strife will be over all passed by. Bonds of suffering and chains undone. Loved ones waiting at the door. Jubilation's my reward. I will join them evermore. Kingdom come. Shadows sometimes can loom. Growing harbingers of doom Hope and faith by despair overrun But I know all the while I've got reasons to smile For one day I will see kingdom come Kingdom come, toils and strife will be over all passed by. Bonds of suffering and chains be sprung. Loved ones waiting at the door, jubilation's my reward. I will join them evermore, kingdom come.
home at night and the first thing I hear is a sweet tender voice a ringing so clear she's thanking the good Lord for all he has done and praying that God will save everyone my mother prays so loud in her sleep She wakes all the neighbors with her sweet dreams But no one complains, their hearts feel at ease When they hear mother pray mother praying so loud in her sleep when mother is praying so loud in her sleep upon her face there's a smile so a picture I wish that the whole world could see when mother is praying so loud in her sleep my mother prays so loud in her sleep she wakes all the neighbors with her sweet dreams but no one complains, their hearts feel at ease When they hear mother praying so loud, loud, loud When they hear mother praying so loud in her sleep That gospel set began with John Bowman from his new CD, doing I'll Talk It All Over With Him. Then we heard Carl Jones and the Galax Bog Trotters from their new CD called Old Time Jubilations. And Carl Jones had heard Uncle Norm Edmonds, who recorded at the original Bristol session back in 1927, do a fiddle tune that he called Kingdom Come. And Carl said he didn't know the origin of the tune or where it came from, but it had the quality of a, a hymn, like an old country hymn, like a primitive Baptist hymn or whatever. So Carl put words to it, and he took the old tune from Uncle Norm Edmonds uh, from Carroll County and then added words and came up with something called Kingdom Come, and a very fine song it is. And then we ended that set with the Earls of Leicester doing Mother Praise So Loud in Her Sleep, song written by a Missouri bluegrass and old-time country singer named Oni Wheeler. Back in 1984, he was singing on stage 
with the Reverend Jimmy Snow, Hank Snow's son, and he was singing a song called Mother is Calling Her Children Home. He finished the song and promptly died of a heart attack, fell dead on the stage just after singing that song. But he's the one that gave us Mother Praise Loud in Her Sleep. Well, we'll end today's uh, show uh, with the County Sales Radio Hour with uh, the Farewell Blues. This tune started out as a jazz tune recorded back in the 1920s by the likes of King Oliver and Ted Lewis. I have an old 78 of this by Ted Lewis, in fact. And it was a very fine jazz tune, and it shows you that Earl Scruggs was open-minded about the music he listened to. He liked all kinds of music. And somewhere along the line, he heard the jazz tune, The Farewell Blues. He adapted it to the banjo and produced a great banjo instrumental with it. And here are the Dowdy Brothers from Salem, Virginia, on their new CD to do The Farewell Blues. (laughs) 